0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Tyler Tech Show. The Tyler Tech Show is a weekly podcast that will go over the past week's hottest topics in tech. If you have any comments or suggestions, please visit my website at tylerstokes.me. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening, and welcome. Hey, everyone, welcome to episode number four, Uh, It's great to have you guys all back here. Uh, Quick little housekeeping things. Uh, I won't have a uh, episode number five next week because of the holiday and things just going to get crazy uh, with family being in town and whatnot. So there won't be an episode number five uh, next week, Uh, but of course, I'll pick it up uh, thereafter and um, until the next holiday or whatever happens. Um, So... uh, there's that. Another thing I want to mention that I'll, I'll, I'm going to try to have some guests, you know, maybe once a month or once every two months, something like that. I'm going to try to get like a little regular schedule going on uh, for that. I'm still working out details on that. Um, but the main purpose, I think, that I wanted to talk about, uh, like the main purpose of the podcast is to get um, uh, the content of like Technology um, or, or things just happening in the uh, news uh, related to technology, um, and, and just get like that content out to those people that maybe won't hear uh, hear this otherwise um, unless listening to this podcast. So, like basically, I started this podcast because. Uh, there would be many times where I'm just talking about something that had happened, and I thought that was really interesting. And somebody's like, "Oh, I didn't know about that," and they kind of just like wanted to know about it. And then it became a thing to where like a lot of people were asking me um, for like more, like, "Hey, anything exciting happening, happening or whatever?" Um, and so I wanted to basically have a way of kind of just voicing things that I've learned. Um, and I, I, just love talking about it. So what other great way of talking about it than starting a podcast? So, so the, it's probably from what I'm finding out, um, I thought the podcast would last a lot longer. So I just thought maybe that there was some content I was missing or something like that, but, um, it, it, it's going to be a short podcast. Uh, I think maybe in episode one, I mentioned that it might be an hour long every time, but that's just not what's going to be happening. Uh, based on that, and as you probably heard in episode, uh, and some of the episodes, episode three, especially, uh, is where it really kicked off, um, is I am going to be getting some sponsors through the anchor hosting platform that I use. Um, so, uh, you'll, you'll hear some sponsors at the beginning and I think the end on this episode and episodes going forward. Uh, so that's, that's exciting. Um, but uh, yeah, just a little housekeeping things. Want to let you guys know kind of what what made me think of starting this podcast and what this podcast means to me. And I, I really hope that you guys would find it helpful for you just to kind of just things that you just didn't know about. Um, I, I try not to go into things too deeply because I know there's tons of other tech podcasts out there that kind of go into things really, really in depth and I personally don't even like it just because I just want to get on with it. Like I, I kind of know some of those things already because I just look at them. And so um, this th- this is really just like kind of like for everyone to be in the know of like cool things that are happening and and just touch a little bit of like my take on it and, and, and just kind of move on. So it's going to be pretty quick. Uh, episodes, unless I have a guest, as guest will take a little bit longer, which will be nice because you get kind of another person's perspective on something as well as mine. So, uh, I hope you guys continue to enjoy this. Uh, let me know. Uh, hit me up on Twitter at T Stokes 8040, or shoot me a message on Facebook, or even just contact email, uh, contact form on my website, tylerstokes.me. I'd love to hear from you guys. Um, I I just, any feedback that you guys have still, I'd love to hear from you. Uh, so, uh, moving on to the actual uh, podcast now, uh, Apple will wait until at least 2020 uh, to release their 5g iPhones. Uh, apparently Apple, uh, delayed it a year for 4g phones, as well when those first were get uh, talked about coming out and it looks like they'll be doing it again for 5g phones 5g is going to be released by carriers carriers starting next year uh, this is because they believe that well this is this is because Apple uh, Apple uh, believes that the first version of the rival smartphones would suffer from problems like poor coverage so Apple really believes that you know other other smartphones and stuff that, that release with 5G uh, suffer uh, certain problems like poor coverage. Uh, but However, uh, 5G supporters argue that delaying support for the 5G network upgrade is a bigger risk to Apple since it represents a much bigger speed boost over previous generations making the leap from 4g to 5g is so significant enough to become a major selling point for new devices this is coming from a blueberg article that i read uh, so it's very interesting uh, take on, on what apple's doing again with the new release of a, a a new network upgrade um 5g from what i've read is is incredibly fast uh, obviously f- going to be faster than 4g but it's it's a huge jump uh, to, to be much faster. And I think that's, that's going to be awesome. And then we're going to continue to see things really improve from a network perspective. You know, honestly, I, the only thing I'm going to, I'm going to say related to this is, you know, I, I'm, much rather see, you know, speed's great. Um, this 5g is great. I think we could probably live with 4g for another couple years. Uh, uh, instead like I rather have, I rather have like the more coverage of cellular devices than I would really speed at this time. Um, I, I, I mean, if I have to pick one or the other, I'd probably rather you know wait a couple extra seconds for a page to load or something like that. Um, uh, it is, it is pretty much a long time. 4G has been around for a long time, uh, so 5G is needed. But at the same time, like. I'd rather them really work on figuring out coverage. Uh, coverage is a huge thing for me as well for others. I mean, I don't have a problem with it in major cities like where I live in Omaha or, Link- or in Lincoln when I'm in Lincoln. I'm actually from Lincoln, if you didn't know. Um, and it's it's just – I just don't get it. I, I don't get why we have so many so – many, it's basically – you're not picking a company anymore. It's like you're picking – coverage and it's it's kind of stupid honestly um if you want even decent coverage in the united states you have to go with verizon simple as that uh if you that they have the best but there's also times where like if you go to a vacation certain vacation spot verizon won't be in there but it will be t-mobile and sprint for example it's just it's so stupid and i wish that they would figure that all that out but anyway moving on from that uh google may shut down hangouts for consumers in 2020 uh, Google has suffered issues with developing successful chat applications, and it seems like they have stopped updating Google Hangouts apps recently. And they've removed features such as SMS from it. A recent update from a Google spokesman, person, uh, spokesperson, sorry, did mention that Google actually is planning on merging Hangouts, uh, Hangouts chat, and Hangouts Meet into one application service. Uh, it looks like they are more committed to have Hangouts be a part of the G Suite, which is for business accounts. It's not super clear if they will offer it. Uh, it's not super clear if they will offer it for free on its own, uh, but I'm assuming they will. Uh, so that one's very interesting as well. Um, there is multiple reports that Google may shut this down, and then a Google spoke uh, spokesperson mentioned uh that they're the reason why uh and and the articles came, that came out about it being shut down is because they, they removed a bunch of features and they stopped updating it for a very long time and so um that raised some sus- suspicion and of course hangouts is not the most popular chat app so they thought maybe it was going to be shut down but then the spokesperson reached out mentioned um what they're actually doing so uh it it could get shut down in 2020. There's not a hundred percent sure it won't, but it sounds like it's definitely going to be something part of the G Suite going forward. So um, it may not be totally a shutdown, but it might be. It. We don't know yet. That's just all the information that we, that's out there from what I from what I was able to find. Uh, as I mentioned in episode three, Apple Music is expanding. Uh, this time, it's coming to Android devices. Uh, this is a big this is a big win for Apple, I think. I truly believe that they should have done this a long time ago. It's it's just crazy how long it took them to do this. I, d- I did want to report back that I did move over to Apple Music from Spotify. And so far, I really like it. Uh, I know some people are tied to Spotify because they usually have artists that are well-known, which is fair, but also i'm just i'm just a big fan of apple's like top 100 list uh and it's just really nice and nate and it's native to the iphone as well so uh, it works better in apple carplay than spotify did and it it just a bit just a bit more features such as seeing songs that are coming up uh next like there's a little in, in apple carplay you can you can see like what's coming up next and you see the ordering of all the music, which is cool. The shuffling is way better than, uh, Spotify, which many people have dealt with, uh, countless issues with Spotify, um, and shuffling issues. But, um, I've, I've just always, I've kind of back in the day when you hadn't have these streaming services, you had to purchase the music one by one. I used, uh, iTunes a lot for that. And since then I just kind of, you know, I just really, really liked the, top 100 list that they have there It just kind of just really showed you know the music that was being played today and i know spotify has stuff like that but from what i like if you compare the list they're actually like way different like i feel like the spotify list is just solely like rap music uh and that was and i was following like a united and i could have been just following the wrong one and not looking you know not really expanding my horizons there but i was following like it was like united states top 100 and I don't I don't think there's another playlist out there that would mean anything better than what that title says right there. So, and, and it was basically just all rap music. Uh and I know that's what a lot of people listen to kind of today. There's of course a lot of country uh fans out there, but like the top 100 for Apple is it's it's a mixture of everything, rap, pop, and I think there's country in there as well. So it's definitely a lot more mix of everything, and that's one thing I've, I really liked about it. Uh, one thing I did want to mention, if you do plan on switching, you have to get an app called SongShift. It is free to download, but the pro version is only $4. You basically need the pro version to start a mass production of moving your songs over. It will move all your all your playlists with their songs over to the place that you're transferring to so in my case it was from spotify to apple music and this is a very big thing for me because it, if you experienced if you haven't experienced moving around music uh, it's a big pain in the ass it really is like you know the biggest thing that when i've moved around before it's you you simply have to search for that song you have to create your own playlist by scratch again and just kind of reference the one that you had and it, it was super big pain in the ass uh, i hated it uh, but this app simply does it all for you and there were some issues where like um because the way it compares is basically off like the song the artist the song title the artist and like the album and maybe Apple Music didn't have that exact one, but they of course have that same song by that same person, but it they couldn't, couldn't find it. But so it like adds like a record of it, but you can't play it, which is nice. And there wasn't like, it, it wasn't like there was like hundreds of these. Mind you, I have like 15 playlists and at least like an average of a hundred songs in each playlist. You know, I think a one playlist has more than that or a few of those have more than that. And it did a really good job at finding them. I I mean, honestly through every playlist out of, you know, a hundred, I would say maybe 10 that I had to kind of like figure out. That's a lot better. I'd much rather handle that than have to go through and do everything manually. Um, I also did want to announce that the time that I'm recording this, which is actually December 14th, um, Apple Music is now on Amazon Echo devices, all devices. So you can go into your settings on your Alexa app and link Apple Music to your device, um, and which I've have done that already. It actually was supposed to be released a couple weeks later, or a couple, um, or in a couple more weeks, but they they released it a little bit earlier today. So um, that's 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 great news. If you use AT&T and Hulu streaming services, you'll you may start seeing ads play when you pause your shows. Both the streaming services announced considerations of a new type of ad that would run when you pause a video. I think this is actually going to be a bigger selling point for Netflix and other streaming services that don't run ads, period. The biggest thing I I didn't like about hulu is that you're paying for a service but you yet you get ads it's super annoying to me i know that they offer you know you pay a couple excuse me you pay a couple dollars more and i think it's like eight dollars um a month and you get you can get whatever you want with ads and then it's like ten dollars a month and you get everything without ads and it's just and before when they didn't have that i mean it was completely stupid like I'm paying for a subscription service to get ads and content. Like it just doesn't make any sense. Um, And I was like, there's at least sell a plan where I don't have to get ads and I could pay $2 more or whatever it is. They finally released one after so many complaints about it. Uh, But I, I don't know. I think if they did away with the ads and then if you paused it and then that's how they got their ads to run, So they removed all ads and just had the ads when you paused it. That would be ideal. I'd actually be okay with everyone doing that. That's fine. I don't care. It's kind of interesting because they're actually thinking that people are going to listen to these ads and hear these ads when it's paused, which is true. But it's also going to be super annoying because usually when you pause something, you A, want your thing to stop, but then B, you kind of want the TV to shut up. You know, so you're going to have to now pause it and then mute your TV if you're on the phone or whatever. I don't know. That's kind of, it's going to be kind of annoying, but um, whatever. Uh, but that's, they're, it's not a, it's not a set in stone thing uh, yet. It's just, they're considering it right now. Uh, Microsoft is moving the Microsoft Edge browser to the open source chrome platform this is the same platform that browsers uh that one of the best sorry that one of the best browsers uh, like google chrome uh has or uses i should say um so google chrome and uh, microsoft edge will soon be using the same platform so that that's going to be interesting uh once that is done uh, microsoft plans to bring the edge browser to mac os as well so what they're going to do is move uh, microsoft edge browser to the open source chrome platform which is the same platform google chrome is on and after that's done they're going to uh, then release the edge browser to mac os as well Uh, this comes as a big surprise because this is this is what they should have done in the first place, if you ask me. Uh, when they when they originally built at Edge, they built it from the ground up, and so it's it's honestly about time that Microsoft greatly improves their browser. Honestly, uh, it's Edge is, is better than Internet Explorer for sure, but it doesn't reach the Chrome browser in terms of features and performance, in my opinion. Uh, as a web developer, I still don't like Microsoft's Internet browsers and totally recommend avoiding them at all costs Uh, i do not recommend using any microsoft internet browsers which is internet explorer and edge Uh, they're completely garbage Um, and they don't work well with certain applications some applications you have to use them because they're like all about microsoft or whatever but i 100 percent do never use it um, I will only use the only time I'll use Internet Explorer or Microsoft Edge is when I'm on a Windows computer and need to download Google Chrome. Uh, so that is the only time I'll be using that. Uh, if you are a Mac user uh, and like the dark mode, you are in luck. Google has finally announced that they will plan to have Google Chrome support dark mode in Mojave. However, it's going to take a few months before it comes out. So uh, they mentioned that this will be released in early 2019. Honestly, I'm super shocked that it's taking them this long to get this out. Uh, and if you're a web developer and you're listening to this, you know that you have, you know that you probably, well, you probably know uh, that you have the ability to make the web developer tools in Chrome be a uh, uh, be in dark mode already. Uh, that's been out even before apple released or announced uh Mojave uh, is gonna support or have a dark mode uh it's it's been out there for a long time almost i would almost think that a year now i mean it's got to be close to it sometime next year would be a year uh you would think this would be you know the developer tools would be harder to uh to make uh uh, to make as a dark mode rather than like the shell of the browser, uh, but regardless, I'm I'm really happy to see this is coming. So, uh, and I'm sure a lot of other b- users of Chrome are um, Mac you uh, Mac users and Chrome users as well. I should say. Uh, sub- speaking of applications supporting dark mode, Microsoft has released their Microsoft Office applications to support dark mode on mac os so that is actually live right now uh, this is only available to users who have uh, an office 365 subscription or have purchased office 2019. Uh, so that is available right now for an upgrade as well uh, and then uh the last thing i have for you guys today uh for this episode is apple is working on a news subscription service that could launch as early as spring 2019. Uh, Details on the new subscription, the news subscription, sorry, is pretty limited and there isn't a price set in stone on it. Uh, But I suspect, holy crap, can't talk today, uh, it to be around $10 a month. uh, Because there's some other um, subscriptions out there that are going to be kind of similar to what they're trying to do. Uh, and it's $10 a month. Uh, and it's supposed to be a premium product. But like I like I said, details on what all this is going to entail is are pretty limited at this time. So Alright, that sums it up for today. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode uh, number four. Uh, please uh if you guys don't mind, please writing a review in iTunes. I'd really appreciate your guys' feedback. And I hope you guys have a Merry Christmas. And we'll see you in about two weeks.